Breathing Space Fading Frontier contains adult language and situations, including alcohol use and romantic relationships. Additional sensory contact warnings can be found in the show notes. I ain't got no home to go to, I ain't got nothing to sell, but my stars will never leave me, even when I'm sold to hell. I was born under a blue sky, and I'll die out in the black. When I'm gone, don't no one mourn me, cause my debts will drag me back. As you can see, the Carnavale di Vagabondi Stellari offers any entertainment a soul could desire. Wonders to delight the senses and baffle reason. One may see things here that are nowhere else in this universe. Be that as it may, Miss Ilmeda, only two things matter to the Bank of Ceres. Your assets and your profitability. If we are to loan your circus any money, repayment must be guaranteed. How could it not, Mr. Germid, when we are the preeminent traveling entertainment in existence? We are an institution in continuous operation for a hundred years. And very shortly to not be in operation if you cannot either increase income or cut expenses, ideally both. I have looked at your records. Of the last twelve quarters, the CDVS has been in the black only twice. You're bleeding funds with every new port. This is why we need the investment of your fine institution, Mr. Germid. We must reinvest in the core aspects of the Carnival, which will open up new market opportunities for us. That sounds more like it. Show me what you're working with currently. Of course, right this way. Oh, mind the ground, lest you dirty those lovely wheels of yours. Thank you. What is that? I believe in a previous life that was what we call a thrice-fried pie. Our guests do tend to leave messes, but never mind, as someone will be along shortly to clear that. Come this way. I hope you will not mind that I start with our oldest institution, the Curiosity Zoo. A bit dark in here. Ambiance. The bulk of our collection was acquired by my predecessor soon after founding the Carnival. As you can see, they are all expertly preserved, either in chemical stasis or as mounted specimens. Is anything in here actually alive? (laughs) Oh dear, I should hope not. Our walrus did have some sort of infestation recently. Nasty little buggers were eating the stuffing, but 
She's been fumigated and is now fresh as a daisy. So these are all merely ordinary earth animals. We try to have a representative sample of our species' home. Sheep, monkeys, birds, snakes, and other crawlies. Our walrus is our largest specimen, but the fan favorite is just over here. A cow. Oh yes, a genuine black and white Holstein. Nearly 80 years she's been in our collection, and I must say, she's a work of art. Look at those eyes. She's beautiful. Yes. While we find that the zoo isn't our greatest draw, ticket sales are solid enough to prevent selling it off, maintenance costs are low, so its expense is barely more than its weight to get from place to place. Now, if you'll just duck through that flap there, yes, I'm letting you behind our curtains a bit, Mr. Jemin. I would like you to meet some of our performers right through there. Ah. Perfect. Ramon, Derry, Eva, Astley. This is the man from the bank. Portwaite Germid. Mr. Germid, these are our star aerial performers, La Serene di Cialo. Hello? Hello? Nice to meet you. Hey, uh. I love your wheels, Mr. Germid. Oh, yes. I like your, um, feathers. They don't have a show for a few hours, but I will make sure you get a demonstration of their abilities. So, acrobatics? Related. But in Logi, traditional stuff is both very slow and not particularly daring. What we do is more akin to dance. You will love the spectacle of their performance, Mr. Germid. The sirens are a sight to behold. Beautiful, sensuous... Do they sing too? I only ask because of... Don't tell anyone, but we use a backing track. Ramon, you reveal too much. Me? Impossible. Stop. You will send our guest into a fit. Mr. Germid, please, this way. There is still much to show you. Alice, there you are. Oh, Bucks. Mr. Germid, this is one of our long-haul pilots and sort of our de facto quartermaster general, Buxley Bones. If he needs my attention, it must be grave. Siren dears, could you entertain our guest for a moment while I deal with this? With pleasure. Please tell me this is something mundane. I just need to let you know I was fixing to drop off those crates. Why? The less I know about it, the happier I am. With the sun stuff messing up comms, I wanted you to know where I was going. Must you do this while there are prying eyes being escorted around? This is when the buyers wanted to meet. Anyway, I'm taking a cart and a couple of roadies. Won't look suspicious, even if the bank man sees. Very well. Let us get this detestable business over with. If we secure the loan from the bank, perhaps we can be free of all of this. The money is not worth the stress. So, uh, you want to know what's actually in those crates? If you so much as hint, I will garrot you. Now, Spragati. I'm going, I'm going, but, uh, Dr. Wilde wants to see you. They're back in the zoo. Yes, of course. Anything for our dear artiste. Doctore, I do hope this is timely, as I am currently buttering up this carnival's last hope for legitimate financial solvency. You said you wanted to stop by the gallery this afternoon, but my schedule's pretty full. 
We need Gamid to see your works. They're the largest draw we have. Yes, but I've got two aftercare checkups, a pre-consult for limb replacement, and then I'm doing a full hormone overhaul. I'm going to be up to my elbows in glands until midnight. As noble as your extracurricular work is, Doctore, I'm afraid I can't have the bank man knowing about it. There's nothing wrong with what I do, Alois. And need I remind you, I'm only with your carnival as a cover to do that work. I know, I know, and I appreciate your generosity every day. Wrong or not, your work is less than legal. And while I'm happy to allow you to use us as a cover to continue it, I do not think the Bank of Ceres will be so understanding. <sighs> Look, I've got time right now before I get started. Bring you wee man over. Archie and Tiff are there, and I'll see if I can scrounge up Vixie too. We'll get him in and out. Perfect. Yes, that will work. Go, I will meet you at your theatre post-haste. I can't wait for you to see us perform, Portwaite. Yes, of course. Me either. I'd love to see more of you. Hands off our guest, Ramon. I need him in one piece until he's signed off on our loan. Mr. Germid, you are in luck, as I have just been informed that Dr. Wilde and their gallery have an opening in their busy schedules. If we hurry, we can have a private audience with them. Here we are, de Galleria del Volgare. I want to show you Dr. Wilde's operating theater. Few get a peek at this part of the carnival, and this, of course, is the inestimable Dr. Wilde himself. Zed Wilde, put it there. Oh, yes, I am Portwaite Gurmid. That is a dandy full lower body job you got there. Not many people go the circumvolution route. Wheels aren't good on as many surfaces as feet. Was it elective or corrective? I beg your pardon? Doctore, I think our guest may not wish to share his medical history with you. Oh, don't worry. Just taking professional interest. I'm not sure I understand why a circus would feature a cybernetic surgeon so prominently. <laughs> I'm sure you meant no offense, but I'm not just a cyberneticist. I am a full-sweet transhumanist. Genetics, prionics... Neuroelectrics, interfatics, and more. I do the lot. But you're right, I'm not the star of the show. We feature some of Dr. Wilde's masterpieces in our gallery. Masterpieces. A few performers have the privilege of acting as living, performing works of art, sculpted by Dr. Wilde's deft abilities. For example, Tiff, get your ass in here! Behold, the biological wonder of the ages. Cut it. We don't have time for the full spiel. Tiff, hike your spock up for the folks. Sure thing, Doc. The visible woman. Ah. Uh... Full thorax excoriation and encasement. Don't mind the green colour. That's a protective coating to keep the UV out. Tiff probably doesn't want a sunburn on her liver. That's... that is her liver. Aye. She'd be quite a useful thing in Anatomy 101. Hard to see the heart behind the ribs and the sternum there, but you can just about spot it. Tiff, give us a turn around to look at those kidneys. She is very popular. What, may I ask, is the purpose of this modification? Pure spectacle. 
Is this harmful? She's right as rain, aren't you, Tiff? Fine over here. It's not painful. Can't feel much of anything, really. Pretty well reversible, too, when Tiff's tired of people gawking at her organs. Obviously, I'll need to clone some new muscles and skin if she wants. Pretty easy. Not even our first visible person. Isn't tissue cloning restricted to... Dear Tiffany, I took over for Alexa, who now leads the Griffins, our precision flying team. Obviously, the artworks of the Galleria de Volgare are suitably compensated for their time. Since my job is being art, I am technically working round the clock. Good pay. I see why there was such a large salary outlay on your exhibitions account. That's... Probably actually the Belesque troop. Belesque? We'll get to them. Zed, is there another work of yours we can show our guest? Sure thing. Vixie, shuffle on in here and show off. Ah, the marvelous dryad, once as human as you or I, but now as much plant as... Aloise, shut your gob. Let her have her fun, boss. I like this bit. Are those prosthetics? Oh, me, baby. The leaves are really just embellishment. Getting human cells to photosynthesize isn't all that tricky, but Eloise said that wasn't spectacular enough. People need to see to believe. Do your leaves turn in the fall? Lucky for me, I'm evergreen. Finally, there's Archie. Hello. Oh, Oh my, I didn't realize you were... I thought that was a mannequin. We're still working on Archie's marketing. I'm partial to the marble form. An automaton? Oh, better. Full body prosthetic. Archie's a bit of a work in progress, to be honest. Each of their systems I've done in other examples, but never all at once like this. We've had a few hiccups along the way, haven't we? It has been exciting to work with you, Zed. And you agreed to such extensive body modification? An opportunity I would not have passed up. The chance to have an entirely new form custom designed, to break new ground in what it means to be human. I am fortunate that Dr. Wilde was willing to indulge me. I wouldn't work with anybody less than enthusiastic about what we do here. Everyone improves the modifications before we start, and they're free to buy out at any time, and we can reverse course. Or not. Up to them. Del Galleria is our most popular attraction, but it would not do to have it built on exploitation. So many of the tools I use are thought of as only a way to bring people closer to baseline. Cybernetic limbs to replace lost ones, gene therapy to correct disease. But here, people can choose to be something else. Something new and beautiful, if they like. And then, they can stand in the gallery and say, I am not merely human. I am art. Of course we have taken enough of the Doctore's time, and there is still so much yet to see. Thank you all for showing off for Mr. Germid. Of course. Any time. Pleasure to meet you. Yes, pleasure to meet you all. As you can see, we also travel with a large number of games and rides, traditional fare, arcades, dry lube flumes, VR experiences. Europa is a gambling-free colony, so in accordance with local laws, all of the winnings are in tickets today. 
to be redeemed for prizes only. But you can convert over to cash gambling. Some of our games, yes. It is a bit more lucrative, although not without its own downsides. Over there is one of the live performance domes. The carnival is a traveling venue, so we'll tour on and off with bands and comedians, or sometimes a local group will play with us. Not particularly profitable on its own, but a good way to bring the crowds in the gate. And this is the hangar for the Griffins, the eight sharpest pilots in the universe flying the best machines money can buy. Aerial displays. So astute you are, the Griffins do both atmosphere and hard vacuum shows. Alexa, dear, we were just talking about you. Hey boss, this the bank guy? Mr. Gamid, yes, from First Bank of Series. His good word is what may reinvigorate our grand old institution. Right on. Alexa is the captain of the Griffins. Why don't you explain what it is you and your team do? We do all the usual stuff. Close formation hygiene maneuvers, near-miss flybys, smoke displays and laser grids, mock battles. Most of us could fly any spot in the show, but we each have our specialty too. Mine's extreme low altitude. Buzz the surface of the moon just as close as I can get. Crowds love it. But surely not every port of call will allow you to do something as grandiose as an aerial display. That limits how much you can make from looks to be a very expensive outlay of manpower and equipment. Sadly true. Don't worry. We find ways to keep busy. Are those weapons mounted to your ships? Uh, uh, yes. Purely for fireworks and display lasers, I assure you. We would absolutely in no way be bringing live weapons into the magisterial limits of a sovereign colony. Shame, you probably should. Obviously, that would be a huge... I beg your pardon? You have quite a lot of assets traveling around and through some less than safe parts of the system. The Bank of Ceres doesn't want to put any money behind something that's going to be stolen. In fact, in ports where you can't put them to work on display... I'm sure the Griffins could pick up the occasional security contract. Space fighters can be a sound investment. So you would be copacetic with us carting around eight ad hoc military weapons platforms? What about, I don't know, the liability? Well, surely you've got a liability shield in place. I'm sorry, what? A liability shield. Like you spin the Griffins off into their own corporate entity? which takes on the ships and contracts as a mortgaged equity from the parent corp. So if something unfortunate happens, the responsible party, Griffin Inc., has no assets, just debt. You're judgment-proof. Alexa, pardon us, but I must speak with Mr. Germid privately for a moment. I'll be frank, I have no idea how to do any of that. Oh, it's easy. Just paperwork. Whoever does your taxes should be able to do it. I handle all the carnival finances myself. (laughs) Oh, you're serious? Mr. Germid, I know I may seem like all bluster and show, but there is nothing I take more seriously than this circus and its welfare. This is a special place. It is extraordinary. In these tents and this ship, we carry a tradition hundreds of years old. 
We were founded on Earth. We make our home in the blackness of space. We bring magic to places that have none. People come here to see things that they cannot see anywhere else. Wonders, illusion, skilled performers who have honed their crafts to perfection. Here our guests see that which cannot be, and for them, the impossible becomes possible. We make it real. We are a dream under a tent, under a star-filled sky. And as important as what we are to the outside world is, what we are to each other surpasses that. Those who do not fit in elsewhere find their way here. They travel with us and find a home in that dream, under that tent, under that sky. I found it. This place saved me, made me. And so I turn around and keep it going. Whatever I need to do. Damn the laws and mores of those who would see us disappear. I will not let us die under the banal weight of economics. Not when so many depend on it. For the dreams it makes, for the home it is, the show must go on. I can see you care a lot about your people, Miss Ilmeda. I envy them to have someone like you. Truly. I would like to continue the pretense and see more of your lovely carnival, but at the end of the day, my organization will not sign off on your loan. Oh, for God's sake, why not? I have been over your books with a fine comb. You simply cannot make enough gross income to cover your financial obligations. Either you are going to have to... Wait, you do the books, not an accountant? Truthfully, we cannot afford one. Nobody has massaged those numbers already? Oh my stars, that tax outlay in your financial statements. That was real? I would not lie about that. I wouldn't know how. It's not a lie. You just arrange for the numbers to say one thing on one form and another thing on the other. That doesn't make any sense. It's just finances. Like, what's the carnival's home port? Singapore. New Singapore? No. Singapore. You're still incorporated on Earth? That's where the carnival was founded. A hundred years ago. When were you last on Earth? Me? I've never been. In fact, I don't think we have ever... Oh my god, the revenue service is eating you alive. I mean, meeting our tax obligations has been a bit burdensome, but one makes do. Phoebe. I beg your pardon? A shell corp out of Phoebe. Most ships can't pour out of there because they're running a regular route and need the base somewhere along it. But the carnival's all over, so you can pick anywhere, and Phoebe will not only drop your taxes to next to nothing, but you can get your port tonnage fees reimbursed too. Wait, what? We don't want to go to Phoebe. There's no audience there. Yeah, you won't have to. You hire a proxy to file the paperwork. That's why there are a few hundred thousand corporations on Phoebe when the population is 12 people, two parrots, and a cat. God, there are opportunities to cut your waste everywhere. Charter and tonnage, inverse depreciation. How much import tariff do you pay? A fair amount, such as for the foodstuffs we sell. Better put a scale on the restrooms, because if you haul all the waste away, you can deduct it from the import fee. Then you can sell that to a bioreprocessor. What a marvelous brain you have. 
It's all pretty simple. Portway, despite what you say about the Bank of Ceres, I'm starting to see another opportunity. I think I am too. How do you feel about travel, seeing the far reaches of the solar system up close? Tentatively positive. I am suddenly parched, my good friend. There is a bottle of something back on the ship. We can crack it open and discuss the future. Do you think, perhaps, Ramon could join us? Portwait, dear chap, you are full of the most wonderful ideas. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Breathe in Space, Fade in Frontier. This episode, The Greatest Show Off Earth, was written, directed, and edited by Scott Paladin. Alwis Ilmater was voiced by Emily Booza. Portwick Garmid was voiced by Sean Geddes. Ramon was voiced by M. German. Bucks of Bones was voiced by Zach Jakeways. Dr. Zed Wild was voiced by Vic Collins. Tiffany was voiced by Paige Elena. Vixie was voiced by Paige Elena. Archie was voiced by M. German. Alexa was voiced by Siobhan. Our theme, Blues for the Black, was composed by Michael Fratog with vocals by Jeremiah and lyrics by Scott Paladin. You can find more links to learn about our cast and crew in the show notes and more information about our show at our website, breathingspace.lawofnames.com. Breathe in Space, Fade in Frontier is a Law of Names production.